0: I mean, I get why people think this way, but it's just so dumb and so many people think this way, which is why it's so easy to win in business and life if you, know, you just do things a little bit different. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I want to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubters wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's talk about personal development and personal growth. You know, every day my inbox is full and same as my comment section of morons, (laughs) absolute morons. And, you know, I, I guess if you've got an Instagram account or you're on social media, you'll probably have a whole bunch of dipsticks in the comment section on your social media page, just talk an absolute smack. And you know, they're always the same type of people, you know, uh, they're always the ones without the profile pictures and they're hiding behind something. Fucking morons, right? Or you get the other person that's like, you know, John 65 and then when you go to John's page, he's never done anything in life and every one of his posts is complaining about the government or complaining about some dumb shit and he's trying to tell me how to live my life and probably others as well absolute dipsticks but i wanted to talk about a common misconception and that's around personal development and personal growth you know like every week i talk to people whether it's over the phone or you know on on my calls or in my dms and i have people saying to me you know oh there's nothing really wrong like there's there's no real problem and and it's almost like they have to have a problem in order to seek help or to get growth and it's just such a fucking dumb strategy Now, if you think about it, if you're stuck in life and you're drowning all the time, when you're drowning, you need a life raft all the time. And this is how the majority of the population lives, right? When they're broke, they're like, man, I really got to get ahead financially. And, you know, I I start craving financial freedom. And, you know, I just wish I had more money. And so they become almost desperate around money. And then they start doing dumb shit to get money. Or they work really, really hard and they burn out and they overwork because they don't have the right things in place, they don't have the right structures, the right way of thinking about things, they don't have the right growth strategies, and so they're just winging it. Now, if you're a startup or a small business owner, this is completely normal, right? Like, you essentially jumped in the water in the middle of the ocean, and you, you're like, fuck, I need to learn how to swim now. You know, most people have never done a business degree, they've never done an MBA, And even those who have done an MBA, the majority of them will never run a business. So, you know, even then they have all the knowledge, but they just don't have the skill set to be able to run a business under high pressure and high stress. You know, startup business ownership is like the hardest thing that people could do, maybe raising kids as well, I guess. But it's like every day there is just a shit ton of problems and it can seem like you're drowning, like you're in the middle of the ocean and you're just drowning and you're trying to grab onto something. Now that is okay at the start, Right? Now, if you're someone who is in that position, whether it's in your personal life or whether it's in business or whether it's in a relationship or in your health, that desperation, though, can just become a lifetime of desperation. And it's because most people never change anything. like They never change. They do the same shit all the time with the same thinking. That's why the hardest thing that I have to do is get someone to change their thinking. They've got to change the way that they think and the way they make decisions. You know, like I'll hop on a call with somebody and they're like, man, I know I need to change. And I'm like, cool, here's what we can do. Here's how we can do shit together. And then they sit there and they're like, oh yeah, man, like, I don't know, dude, I need to think about it. And I'm like, listen here, right, right now you've been drowning for a long fucking time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you how to swim and I'm going to teach you how to swim so you can stop drowning. And not only that, I'll teach you how that when you do go swimming, it's by choice, but most of the time you can stand on dry land. And they're like, oh, I don't know, man, that, that, I don't know. I don't know, it sounds, I, yeah, I don't know. And then you get all the other dipsticks that you say the same thing and they're like, oh, it's a fucking scam, it's a scam. And then you go to their Facebook page, they're broke, they're up to their fifth marriage, you know, their kids fucking hate them. They look like they're about 80 when they're, you know, fucking 45 because they're so stressed out, they're burnt out, they're tired. Like their whole life is dog shit. And oh man, everything's a scam. The only reason why they say that is because when they're right, It makes them feel good. Now, the majority of the time, their life is dog shit. So the majority of their life, they're wrong. So they've just learned to call everything a scam because it's better to call everything a scam and to feel right than to be scammed and to feel wrong. Like it's just, it's so stupid. You know, I've wasted millions of dollars on marketing just by bad choices. You know, the wrong marketing agencies where I've sunk 150K into, you know, a launch campaign or whatever, and it didn't work and we didn't get the numbers that we needed to and all that sort of stuff. I go back, I reassess. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to do anything with another marketing agency or that every person in marketing fucking sucks. It just means that I learned a very harsh lesson that was a hundred and fifty thousand dollar lesson. Essentially I paid 150K for learning. Okay, and then I hear people that are like, Oh man, it seems expensive to do a two and a half grand or a three grand course. Fucking hell, man. Like just give up on business and probably, you know, just keep cruising through life. Go buy your, you know, a ten thousand dollar car that would depreciate and think that that's completely normal. Go buy your average house that you've got to keep paying, you know, not only the mortgage, and you, you're convincing yourself that this here is an investment. Yet you've got to pay for maintenance, upkeep, mowing the lawns, all that sort of shit. And after ten years, you go, oh man, it's doubled in price. Yet you've almost probably spent double the money on maintenance, upkeep, council rates, all of that sort of shit. You know. Most people just don't think through this shit. They do what everybody else does. And they do what everybody else does expecting to be different and standing out. It's just fucking dumb. It is dumb, right? And this is why they become critiques of everything. They play in their safe zone. They get all bitter and angry. They get all pissed off because there's all these people out there who are crushing it and doing amazing things. Yet every time they step their toe out of their comfort zone, it makes them shit themselves. They start doubting themselves and then they find reasons to justify why it's probably a scam or why it's not going to work or why it's bullshit. And so they're just so fucking negative and, I don't know, risk adverse, which is crazy. The fact that you're dying every day or you're closer to dying every day. Like, I don't know when my life is going to end, but I know that every day I'm getting closer to the end that scares the shit out of me. You know, that makes me think every night, you know, was today worth it? Did I put in my maximum effort? Did I do the things that scare me? Did I push myself to get ahead? Am I growing closer to my own potential? That's the thing that drives me. It's not whether I'm going to be scammed out of five grand or 10 grand. I know some asshole is probably going to cut this or listen to it and go, oh, well, it's easy for you because you're rich. But when I was broke as shit, I still made the same decisions. Like when I was broke, I remember getting called up from a guy and he said, come to these events. I put my name down for a free product or whatever. This is like 15, 20 years ago for this free product or this free download. And then this guy calls me up on the phone and he's got me there bent over a barrel. I remember the day I was cleaning my car and he rang up and he said, look, do you want to change? Do you want to do something different? And I said, yeah, of course I do. And he's like, what What are your goals? And I went through them and he said, right, what are you doing that's keeping you stuck? And I told him and he's like, right, here's the event. It's seven grand. We're talking, you know, 15 years ago. So it's, you know, probably worth 10 or or 12 grand now. And I was like, shit, I didn't have the money. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do to get ahead? But I also knew I made the money. I just spent all of my cash all the time. I went out every weekend drinking, you know, the car that I was washing was a WH Statesman Caprice that I pretty much spent every cent on every week. You know, I'd spend money on bigger rims. I'd spend money on a big stereo, you know, I'd big subwoofers in the boot You know, I had TV in the front. You know, I used to go pick up my friends thinking that I was like the coolest shit. It used to cost like a hundred bucks a week in fuel or 150 bucks a week in fuel to run. That was back in the day when fuel was like a dollar a liter. Actually, it was probably under that. And so, you know, I look back and I'm like, if it wasn't for him making me feel uncomfortable and he said, look, how can you get the money? And I was like, oh shit, I don't know. Like, I guess I can ask my partner. And back then Jess and I were dating. And I went to Jess and I was like, look, Here's this guy, this is what he's talking to me about. And Jess said, well, what about if I just lend you the money? And I was like, fuck, I knew I had to do something different. But at the same time, I didn't want to borrow money off of her. Not because I didn't think I was worth it, but because I was afraid. And I was afraid because I kept disappointing myself. And I didn't want to disappoint this girl that I'd been dating, who believes in me so much that she's about to lend me seven and a half grand of her own personal money so that I could do this Course or this program to better myself. And so all this doubt and stuff, like it started creeping into my mind because I'm like, fuck, what if I don't pay her back? Like, what if I don't have the money? What if things don't work? And so all the what ifs. And I remember Jess just said to me, look, I'll just pay for it. And, you know, if you can't pay me back, just don't pay me back or whatever. And I was like, I couldn't do that because I'd be the world's biggest piece of shit. And so anyway, the guy rang back because he said, look, I'll call you back in half an hour. And I'm glad he did. So he rang back half an hour. Jess grabbed the phone. She's like, Look, I'll just pay for it. She put on a credit card. I went and did the course, changed the way I thought about everything. It made me step up my standards. It created greater growth in myself. But if, you know, like if I didn't make that greater decision, then I would have stayed stuck. But I know what it's like to have those doubts, to have those fears, to worry about what if it doesn't work. But I don't think like that anymore. I don't think like that because I had to grow out of that way of thinking. I was an average person doing average shit. I had been conditioned from a young age to go to school, get a good education, get a good job so that then I could buy a house, get a white picket fence, get married, have two kids, and then work my life, try to make money, right? That's what I got told to do. They were the bunch of people that I surrounded myself with at a younger age. They weren't just my friends. They were my family. They were my family's friends as well, but they were living in the average, And so I had been conditioned to think like the average. Now, I know that the average sucked because I used to complain about it. I was like, fucking hell, why is everybody always broke? Why am I always broke? This is shit. Why are most people miserable? You know, why is my boss always an asshole? Why do I always feel this way? Why am I not happy with my life? Why am I not happy with myself? And then me and all my mates would get together and would complain about the same shit, right? They were in the same position. Yet here, this one day, I get given an opportunity to do something different, to invest in myself. And in that moment, I have an opportunity. Jess said, I will lend you the money. And then the first thing that happens is self doubt, all this fear. What if it doesn't work? What if, you know, I can't pay her back? I don't want to do this because, you know, I don't want to have that responsibility on my shoulders. All of these things popped into my head. If I look back now, I would have gone, you fucking moron. You should have just said yes, straight away. There should have been no doubt. But I had all this doubt because it was going against the conditioning that I had. It wasn't going against my standards. My standards were that I wanted to live a great life. From a young age, I knew that I was different. I knew that I wanted to live a great life from a young age. I knew that I wanted to stand out above the average. I knew that I didn't fit in as a young kid. So I had all this drive inside of me. I knew it. Like I had no doubt in my mind that I was born to do something better than average. I knew I was born for greatness. I think everybody knows that. And greatness is whatever it means to you. It might be being a great mom, great dad, great business owner. It might be having great health. But every one of us is born for greatness. Yet in that moment where I had got to make a decision to change, all of this doubt creeps in. Now, before that, when the doubt crept in, I used to use judgment, criticism, excuses, All of these things to justify my position because I couldn't make good decisions. I would make shit decisions and shit choices in my life, like drinking all the time. Then I would go to the gym and smash myself on Monday to Friday and even Saturday mornings because I felt guilty and ashamed of all the shit that I ate on the weekend, the previous weekend. I felt ashamed of the amount of alcohol that I used to consume. My confidence was so low that I used to have to get pissed and paralytic before I went out because it was the only way that I could socialize with people right? And I didn't even realize it. I didn't know that there was a different way of living. I didn't know it because I wasn't surrounded by that. My mates used to do exactly the same thing, would all get together, would all get obliterated and then would go out. Like half of the time, I couldn't even remember shit. I was thinking about, you know, I was talking to Jess the other day and I was talking about all these music festivals and shit that I went to. And I was thinking like, back in the day, I was like, I think I saw Paul Van Dyke live. I think I saw The Prodigy live. And I remember him being on the card and I remember like, one or two seconds of quick flashbacks of like being in the audience during those musicians. I saw Nine Inch Nails play live. I saw Rage Against the Machine play live. I saw The Offspring play live. I saw The Living M play live. Like going back, I saw all of these amazing bands during all these amazing music festivals and stuff like that. But I couldn't remember jack shit because I would get fucking paro before I would even leave the house. And so the majority of my day was just these small little moments that I could remember, like I could remember you know, throwing water balloons at friends and shit. But that was it. Like, I couldn't remember the rest of the day. Or I would remember walking out of the music festival and getting in a cab to go to Macca's. But other than that, I couldn't remember the music festival. Sometimes I couldn't even remember getting there because I was just so paralytic. But that was the only way that I had confidence. I'm like, man, if I had dealt with my shit back then, imagine that I would have all these amazing memories of some of the greatest musicians and some of the greatest bands or some of the greatest artists in history that I saw When I was younger, and some of the best times of my life, but I couldn't remember them because I was paro. How fucking bad is that? Right? And there's part of me now that that's the reason why I'm driven to help people now because I know a lot of you who are listening to this are either using drugs or you're using alcohol or you're using food or you're using money as a way of trying to deal with shit that you can't deal with in your own life and nothing's changing. You know, money doesn't make someone feel more confident. That's what morons think. Like I get it all the time. People go, I just bought a supercar to feel good about yourself. I didn't buy a supercar to feel good about myself. I bought a supercar to remind me I am good. That's why I bought it. I walk out in my garage every day. I'm like, you're the fucking man, dude. Keep believing in you. Right? I didn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I drive down the street, someone calls me a dickhead or a rich motherfucker. I worry about parking it because I know that some asshole is going to get jealous or whatever one day, or I know that some Instagram douchebag is going to lean on the front of the car to take photos and shit and potentially like crack the fucking bumper. Like, that's not the reason why I have the car. I bought the car because it's a reminder to keep believing in my greatness and because it reminds me of the standards that I choose to operate at in life. That's why I have it. And only people who have mastered their life and mastered their mindset will get it. All the douches out there who are broke as shit and think that a supercar is going to make them happy or make them feel better about themselves, it won't do that. It's the same as the people who think that drinking beers and shit makes them feel less stressed. It doesn't. It doesn't make you feel less stressed at all. In fact, it compounds stress. It's just you've been doing it for such a long time that you don't know any different. I get it. I used to be that person, right? I'm not judging anybody for that. What I'm judging people for is that at one time, at one point, you've got to make a commitment to yourself, that you can do better. And that's tough. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be scary. But sitting there and justifying it to other people or hopping on social media and you know commenting in people's comment section and shit like that doesn't help you live a better life. Trying to bring other people down to a lower level will not help anyone live a better life. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff looking in the mirror and going, I can do better. I can be better. I've got to make better decisions here. How do I do that? And then using personal development or books or coaches or stuff like that. And by the way, I don't recommend that you just read books because if you do that, you're probably not an implementer. I meet heaps of fucking, I don't know what we'd call them. Again, I'll just call them douchebags. They come to my free events and shit like that. And they sit there and they go, I know all this stuff. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, loser. If you knew all this shit, then why are you sitting in my event? The truth is that you don't know fucking nothing. That's why you're here. You just can't admit it to yourself because you think that you're smarter than what you really are. If you were, you'd have the fucking results that you wanted and you'd be crushing it in life and I'd be sitting in your events trying to learn from you, right? But they just, some people, they're so insecure that they read all these books or they watch all these YouTube clips or they listen to all these podcasts and they think that they know everything. But just because you think you know something, the execution of it is the hard part. That's the hard part. That's where you need coaches. That's why you need to be surrounded by good people because the execution is where you really learn. Right, The reason why I study is because every day I'm executing and I'm, I'm pushing hard to do things and shit breaks and I'm like, fuck, i got to go learn how to figure out how to get over that hurdle. And it's learn, execute, learn, execute, learn, execute. It's not learn, 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 because that's the lazy person's option of life. I mean, it's lazy not to learn, but it's also lazy to learn a heap of shit that you don't really do anything about. Like I've met some of the smartest fucking people who are morons, and that's because their life is shit. They're not a walking example of what they think they know. They don't know nothing. They just have a brain full of theory. And that's why like the majority of people who go and do business degrees know nothing about business. Because until you put your nuts on the line and you have to sit there and go, shit, do I pay my bills? Do I pay my staff? Or do I eat this week? Or do I take a paycheck? Or do I have to go get a credit card? Do I have to go get a loan? Do I have to go and find an investor? Like, what do I do in this situation? I'm fucked. Until you've got that amount of pressure... Most people just don't know what it's like to run a business. Those business owners out there, I'm sure you get it, right? But the truth is, until you're in the game, you don't know the fucking game. But think about this. If you're watching sport, the majority of people are sitting in the grandstands. They're not playing the game. And it's easy to sit there in the grandstands where you've got a big view of the game. And go, oh, they should have done this. Yeah, but until you're playing the game and until the ball's moving past you and until you've got to shoot and the pressure's on and you've got your nerves and you've got to deal with all your emotional shit and you've got stuff going on at home, but you've got to forget about it because you're playing. Until you're in that state, you can't really comment. And it's the same as in business. Like the majority of people tell you how to live, but they're not business owners. They've They've never had to put their ass on the line. They've never had to sit there and go, do I pay myself? Do I pay staff? Do I feed my family? Do I pay the bills? I've got creditors ringing. What do I do? How do I deal with this shit? Right now, once you've done that enough, you know that that's just stages that you go through. Every stage of growth I've gone through, I end up back at that stage again. And that's why when I meet small business owners and they're like, man, I just want to be financially free. I'm like, good luck, motherfucker. Go get a job. (laughs) Right. Because you will have stages where you make a lot of money and then you'll have stages where you're just like, holy shit, what am I doing? I'm way out of my league here. Right. That's just the game. And that's why you have to surround yourself with good people and good coaches all the time. You know, only last week, I spent another 20K on a coach for three months, 20K for three months, right? Now, people hire me for a whole year and they pay 40, right? Or up to 120. And sometimes if they want me to work for longer periods, I will take a percentage of the business, I'll become a shareholder. But that's guaranteeing results and stuff like that. Like I only eat what I kill. But in saying that, you know, there's a lot of people out there and they're like, man, 40K is a lot of money. Yet they go and blow 150K on a fucking Hilux, Okay, and then they go take it out, bush bashing and scratch it all. And they'll spend 100 bucks a week on a bottle of wine, like, or 100 bucks a week on alcohol. You know, people spend 100 bucks a week or 200 bucks a week on cigarettes, and they're like, man, this is expensive. We know priorities and we know standards. But what my point is in this whole episode is that most people think about personal development as that they need to be broken or their life needs to be fucked in order to get help. I get that because that's the way that most people are wired in our society. If you're listening to this podcast, you're not that person. That's why I call the community Driven Mofos because Driven Mofos are driven from within. They're driven and they go, I know that I can be more. I know that I can get more. I know that I'm better. That will never go away. The question is, how do you know that you're capable of so much more and bridge that gap in the fastest way? You have to be surrounded by good coaches, good mentors, good advisors, and good people. Right, I met a dude who was making $5 million a year, personal income, $5 million, and he hired me for a year to work with him. Now, does that sound like a broken, lost individual to you? No. He's smart. That's the difference. He's smart. He knows that he doesn't have to drown in order to get advice, that he knows that every day if he wakes up and tweaks his performance just by a little bit. And he makes small changes each day in 12 months. If we make a small change each day, he's made 365 small changes that now lead to big habits. Versus most people like, well, my life's shit, therefore I need help. So they reach out, they get advice, they feel a little bit better, and they go, I don't need help anymore. Yeah, they don't need help anymore until they need help again. So their strategy for learning, their strategy for growth, their strategy for getting coaches Mentors, advisors, and the right people around them is always suffering pain or struggling. That's a bad idea, right? That's why I choose not to work with people who are always struggling because it just—it's always draining. Like when someone says to me, like, you know, I get it on Instagram where people reach out to me and I'm like, dude, I spoke to you like three months ago and I told you come to my Thrive Time event and they're like, yeah, I know, I probably should do it. And I'm like. And remember, we spoke a year ago and I said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. But and I'm like, you said the same fucking excuse before, dude. What do you want me to do? What advice do you want me to give to you? What do you want from me? You want me to fix all of your problems, but I can't fix all of your problems because you are the fucking problem. Your decision making is the problem. Your thinking is the problem. The way you do stuff is the problem. Great people don't wait until they suffer in order to get advice and to be around the right people. They invest in those right people knowing that they're bridging the gap between themselves where they are today and what they know they have the capacity to become. That's how great thinkers think. Broken people, people that are always drowning, people that are always suffering, people that are always struggling, they struggle then they go to someone they're like I need help or they talk to their friends and then they feel better and then they don't do anything again. Nothing changes. Then they go along for a while And while they're feeling better, they think like they're crushing it and they got that everything's working. And then the next second, they're back in the same position, same fucking position, same problem, same shit. Like 56% of businesses fail in the first four years. Why? Because 56% of business owners think that they're good at business. They don't start a business going, I'm dumb and I'm shit at business. They start a business going, yeah, you know, I reckon I can do this. But within four years, they're broke, gone, done. They're out of here, fucking gone. Do you think that they didn't think that they were better than what they were? Of course they did. Right now, sometimes people get the wrong advice. Businesses fail. That's just part of the game, right? Like you lose games no matter what you do, right? I know some of the greatest business people that have gone bankrupt and they've gone bankrupt multiple times because they've had big businesses. They've grown. They've scaled to a level. Economy changes, boom, gone. Done within a couple of weeks. And you're like, shit, that's crazy. That happens, right? That happens to even the best business owners. It's part of playing the game. But you just, they get back up, they start again because they love business. But also, they're getting good advice. They're around the right types of people and that still happens. Imagine what happens when you're the fucking moron that goes, I'm going to go start a business because my boss is a dickhead and I think I can earn more money and I want to be free and I think I want to be able to do what I want when I want how I want. And they just go out there and think that they're going to crush it in business and make all this money and buy supercars and have private jets and have their family go on vacation every year and blah, 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 blah. You know, the usual crap that most people think. How do you think that game's going to play out for them? right? The amount of people who come to me and they're like, man, my friends really need to hear this, or my father needs to hear this, or my my sister needs to hear this. Their brother, sister, mother, father are never going to listen to my advice. Because if they were smart, they would be looking for that advice. They would be looking for it anyway. But the truth is most people think that they're way smarter than what they are. Why? Because they're insecure as fuck. Insecure people think that they're smarter than what they really are. Insecure people think that they're better than what they are. Insecure people think that they'll figure it all out. Insecure people think that they don't need help. But then they have all these vices to deal with those insecurities. So they take drugs, they drink heaps of alcohol, they're always bitching and moaning and complaining about problems and getting involved in drama and they worry about everybody else's life and they talk about everybody else. Why? So they don't have to focus on their own shit because they're insecure. Right, That's how insecure people operate. The more you learn about human behavior, the more you realize how insecure most people are. And this is why it's so easy to win if you just realize that you need to surround yourself with the right coaches, the right people, the best advice, the best information, and have yourself accountable to people around you so that you can keep crushing it. Every year that I've spent money on personal growth and personal learning, I've made more money. Whereas when I tell that to people, they're like, well, I want to make more money first and then I will invest in myself. And I'm like, okay, good luck with that, right? Try putting a cart before a horse and then wondering why it doesn't fucking move, right? That's why most people's life sucks. It sucks because they think that when I make more money in business, then I'll hire a business coach. Bad idea. Hire a business coach, then you'll make more money. Fucking hell. Like, it's not that hard to figure out. Well, when I get my mindset right, then I'll hire a mindset coach, uh, okay? Okay. I used to get at people going to the gym. They'd be like, well, I wanted to lose all this weight before I came to the gym. And I'm like, oh man, come on. You you can't be that fucking dumb, right? You go to the gym so that you can lose weight and get your shit together, right? It's almost like most people think the wrong way around and then wonder why shit sucks. So just remember, personal growth isn't for broken people. It's just that broken people use personal development as a way of trying to figure their shit out. But if you're smart enough, if you're a driven mofo like our community is full of, if you know that you have greater expectations of yourself, you have high standards for the way that you wanna live, then start asking yourself every morning, how am I moving towards those high standards? Who do I need in my area? Who do I need in my field? Who do I need in my team to be able to win? You know, I have a personal trainer, not because I need one. I'm fucking smarter than that, right? I was a national award-winning personal trainer. I've worked with professional athletes and stuff. That's what I used to do when I worked in a medical center. I used to do physical rehab, right? And strength conditioning. I don't need a personal trainer. I have a personal trainer because it's an intelligent strategy. Because I know that if I always walk into the gym and I do what I feel like, that's not going to work well. Whereas if I have a personal trainer and on the days where I walk in, I'm like, you know what, dude, I just feel knackered. I'm tired. And he's like, yeah, all right, man, that's cool. That's all right. We'll start slow. And then the next second, I'm halfway through my session. I'm busting out reps and all that sort of stuff. He just slowly walks me into it. He plays the mental game with me. He knows the game. He's been in the game long enough. You know, he he was a young guy that I mentored when I was a personal trainer and now he's my personal trainer. Great, great dude. You know, I have business coaches, I have business advisors. I have a couple of different personal mindset coaches that I use. I'll reach out to them when I need help and I book in for a one-on-one session. I've got two coaches in the US that I work with. Both of them have different skill sets in regards to mental performance. And I know which one I need when I need them. I've got their booking link and I just book a link and I pay for it online. And then I just hop in and I get to fucking work. And even those coaches, sometimes I got to get up at like three or four o'clock in the morning in order to have those sessions because that's the time zone that they're working in. They're the only times available. Whereas I meet so many people and they're like, oh, you know, it's just everything's too hard. And I don't know, man, it's expensive. And I don't know, I don't know if I can get the week off of work. You know, work's busy. And it's like, well, no shit, work's always busy for you because you don't know how to structure your business well enough to take time off. That's why you're stressed, dude. Like, I'm the dude to help you. If you could figure it out, you wouldn't need me. Okay, so I hope this is just really changing the way you think about it. Like, I get it. I used to be there. But from someone who was there to now someone who runs, you know, a multi-million dollar business... Who works with some of the best business owners on the planet, right? Rich listers, professional athletes. You know, I had a guy who came in the other week. This dude's awesome. He got referred to me, rings me up. I had a half an hour chat with him. I said, Cool, let's catch up for a coffee because I knew that we would work together. I sat down with him. I said, Right, what's going on? What do you need help with? He tells me clearly, Look, I want to grow the business to here. I need better strategies for this. You know, sometimes I just need to be held accountable to shit. Sometimes I let myself slip. I also know I've been a bit tired. My health needs to improve. Can you help with that? I said, fucking, of course I can. All right, cool, let's go. So that person dropped like, I think, 45K. Boom, done. Now this is someone who's already running a multi-million dollar business, a multi-million dollar business, and he just drops it. Why? Because he's smart. What most people do is they go, "Oh well, of course he's going to drop 45K. He's got a multi-million dollar business. But if, if someone who's running a successful business thinks that way, Why would someone who wants to run a successful business not think that way? That's the question. And most people can't answer that. Okay? Like if most people who have a good body go to the gym and track their calories, why would most people not do that? Why? Because most people think that they can outsmart that. Okay? That's why the diet industry is worth more than the food industry. Like literally, the diet industry is worth more than the organic natural food industry, I should say. Right? Which is crazy. Okay, but that's the way that it is. More people want to lose weight than actually eat fucking food. Mental, from what I remember anyway, I think the diet industry is almost double that of the like nutrition, healthy food industry. We're not talking processed food, like pizza and shit like that. We're talking about like the healthy food eating industry as in, you know, agriculture and and all that sort of stuff. It's fucking mental. Okay, but that's also why the healthcare industry is actually a sick care industry. It's not a healthcare industry. Healthcare is preventative health, right? So you're looking after your health. That's the healthcare industry. It's caring for your health. But the sick care industry, which is dealing with sick people, is way, way, way bigger. Way bigger. Why? Because people only do shit normally when they're in crisis. But people who make decisions in crisis normally end up back in crisis because their decision making strategy is crisis. When you do shit because you're inspired to be better and to grow, that's when you live that life. Okay? I don't have coaches because I need them. I have coaches because it's a smart thing to do. Okay? I don't track my calories because I need to. I track my calories because it's a smart thing to do. I exercise not because I need to. It's because it's a smart thing to do. Okay, And I'm inspired to do that shit because I want to live a better life. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope that's a better way of thinking. By the way, if you haven't rated and reviewed this podcast, please do so. Please share it with friends. Please share it with family. Let's get this podcast blowing up. I know our numbers spiked in the first week that I came back with season two. They've sort of flatlined a little bit. I would love to get this podcast out to more people. I know that when I'm talking about some of this stuff, you're thinking of some of your friends and your family. Just shoot it to them and tell them to listen to it. Like, copy the link, shoot it to them in a text message, shoot it to them in an email, and just say, hey guys, Listen to this, I think you enjoy this episode. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Thanks for being part of this community of Driven Mofos. Anyway, keep kicking ass.